Hi, and welcome to the Internet Marketing Show that gives you, amongst other things, simple, proven, and practical steps to build your very own successful online business. Here's your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. Hello, everybody, and welcome to session number nine of Great Communication Secrets Part 2. And the title of today's session is called Mastering Embedding. And you might be thinking, what in the heck is that all about? Well, I'll show you. My name is Peter Beckett, I'm the Village Marketer. And today, following the awesome training that Pat Quinn has given me in terms of putting your presentation together, I'd now like to talk to you about how you can maximise the results after you deliver your presentation. You know, there's a lot of great speakers that get their audiences laughing, the audience claps, the audience loves them, okay? And they'll walk out of the room saying, what a great speaker, and the speaker will believe, wow, I'm a good speaker. But the key point is, apart from your ego, is the level of engagement that they have with you afterwards. Did they come and talk with you? Did they engage with you at all? Did they sign up with you? Did they join you? Do you engage with them at all after the presentation? Because if you didn't, it doesn't matter how much you made them laugh. The problem is you didn't get them engaged with you afterwards. And that is the key of your signature talk presentation. And I've said it to you so many times, but it is critical you do that. You're not there to entertain. Sure, you can do that if you wish. But the key outcome is a business decision of getting people to engage with you. And if they don't engage with you, then there are some specific things you want to do in your presentation that causes the audience to want to engage with you after you finish. And so even if you think you are an amazing presenter and the audience loves your presentation, this session is going to show you how to maximise the results you get from your audience members. How many of them want to engage with you or your company and your business, with your services, with your products, or your offers, once you finish your signature talk presentation. That's the focus. And the technique I'm going to share with you is called embedding. And embedding means that you should not wait until the call to action at the end of your presentation, okay, to talk to the audience about your offer, or about how you want to engage with them next or what instructions you want to give them. Instead, you want to embed examples of the next levels of engagement into the content portion of your presentation. So let's start at the beginning. First, you have to have clarity on how you want the audience to engage with you after the presentation. So you're going into a presentation, you know what the key issue you want to solve, and you have to make a decision. For this audience, with their level of qualification, for example, their level of expertise, what is the right level of engagement for this audience as far as you're concerned? Should they sign up with you for your expensive coaching program? Should they come to one of your events? Should they sign up for your online course or simply sign up for one of your free information newsletters? For this audience, what is the right level of engagement. You need to have that clear in your mind. 
I mean, you can't drive them down two paths because if you give them two options, they're going to freeze and be paralysed and not take any action at all. Every presentation is a footpath. Well, if you're from the United States, you might call it a sidewalk, right? I call it a footpath. Every presentation is a footpath, leading the audience to one and only one action. And it's your role prior to the presentation to do some research on the audience and say, for this audience, this is the next best level of engagement that I want them to do. Now think about it. What could the next level of engagement look like? I mean, there's a variety to pick. Is it a discovery call? Is it a strategy call? Is it an online course? Is it signing up for your program? Will it be one of your one-on-one consulting? I mean, think about it. You need to come up with clarity on the next level of engagement. Now, once you've got clarity on that, what I want you to do is to embed it, right, into the content portion of your presentation. This is really embedding a call to action into your content section. Now, we've all been at presentations where it feels like for the first 45 minutes the speaker cares about you and then at some point during the presentation there's this complete pivot and then the speaker says, well, enough about you. Let's talk about how you can help me. Let's buy my stuff. And then there's this uncomfortable sales moment. And the reason that feels uncomfortable And by the way, if you feel uncomfortable for the audience, I can assure you it's going to feel even more uncomfortable for you as a speaker. So you can avoid these moments of being uncomfortable, right? By simply embedding your next level of engagement, which is your call to action, right? And examples of it in the content portion of your presentation. The reason this works is because the human brain is good at one thing. It's good at categorizing. It categorizes information coming in and it can tell a story from real information. I mean, we don't listen to the details of a story. We just get the main idea. But the information we listen to very carefully and we even probably take notes on it. It can also tell the difference between information and sales. Your brain's pretty smart and it listens with a completely different approach. When you're listening to information, you're listening closely. You're believing the speaker. You're often taking notes, as I said. When you're listening to sales, you're listening sceptically. You're raising your own objections and you often don't believe the speaker. And so we want you to embed examples of your next level of engagement with your audience during the content portion of your presentation when they're actually listening to you. You're not telling them too much, you're just forewarning them. That's the point of it. So how do you do this? Well, in the content portion of your presentation, I mean, you probably give examples, right? You probably gave case studies. You told about clients that you've worked with or stories about people who your processes work with. All I want you to do is to add just five seconds at the beginning of that about how you actually engage with them. And so instead of saying, here's a person who had our success with our program, say something like, okay, Ryan is one person who signed up for our program, and you name the actual program, okay? And that's the program, that's the offer you're going to make at the end. 
That's what it's all about, right? It's really that simple. But you are embedding the name of the program, the offer, in the audience at a point when they're listening. And then you could just continue briefly saying, Ryan was a a personality type or a business type, whatever it was, okay? And here's the question that he had. And then answer the question. Content, 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 right? There you've done two things. You've taught people about a potential client, or sorry, an existing client, and how they achieve things with a specific program, okay? And that program is going to be brought up at the end of your session, so there'll be no surprise to them. And secondly, you provided even more information or ideas to them. The presentations that feel wrong to you had the wrong ratio. I mean, they might have been, for example, like half information and half sales. The ratio here is so very important. I want it to be just five seconds of how you met that person in your program and give the name of the program or whatever it was in the engagement they had with you and then five minutes of content. That's all. That's the embedding bit and it's enough. In the end, when you finish, people will remember the content but they want to engage with you further and they will be aware of the name of the program offer that you've got because you gave it to them in the case study. I mean, they may not even know why they want to engage with you further. And here's the beauty of this. This works whether you can sell from the stage or not. Oftentimes, if you're on a stage where you can't sell, you can't make any offer. But while you're teaching your content, you can give examples of people who learnt from you. You have to show the audience what it looks like to work with you. And in doing that, you can name the type of the program you did and you can even give the name of the person if you wish and you've got their approval. But the critical thing is to show the audience what it's like to work with you. This is when you can't sell from the stage, right? And so if you meet people in their boardroom, you might say, I was working with a client the other day and we're sitting in their boardroom. Me and three of their leadership team members. So now your audience is picturing that, okay? And you have to help them picture what it looks like to engage with you further. Embed two of these examples, or maybe three maximum. One in the first section of your content, one in the second or third section of your content. And at the end of your presentation, whether you can sell or not, whether you can make an offer to the audience or not, People will know how to engage with you further as you do this. Why? Because you help them picture what it would be like working with you. Okay? The second thing I'd like you to embed into your presentation are your testimonials. You know, we've probably all been to a presentation where at the end of the presentation, when the speaker is selling to you, they put up consecutive slides with pictures of clients with quotes i mean they could even be fake we don't know right and the client supposedly said x y and z about them and the audience because they're listening with a sales mind is always skeptical anyway okay they're not really paying much attention or believing what's being given to them i mean they're thinking like you're not really going to put up quotes from people who weren't happy with their services are you right that's the sort of thinking they've got so simple solution 
Instead, take those testimonials and put them into the content section of your presentation. Embed them, right? At the spot in your content where the material that you're actually teaching help that particular client. And you can say, what I just taught you actually helped one of our clients. We did this with one of our clients and here's what that client said afterwards. Da, 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 da. Okay? So there's a testimonial. But because you're doing it in the content portion of your presentation, the brains in the room will listen with a believing mind. They will listen with a trusting mind and they may even take notes on the testimonials you've given them. They sure wouldn't do that at the end, I can tell you. And so, the two things you want to embed, not at the end of your presentation, but during the content portion of your presentation, are examples of how you want those people to engage with them. Pick one and embed it. Don't pick all the ways you want people to engage with you. Just pick one. Okay? And then also embed your testimonials. If you add this embedding to your presentation, even the best speakers in the world can increase their sales, increase their conversions, but most importantly, increase the desire of the audience, whether you can sell or not from the stage, to want to engage with you after you finish your presentation. And so, the action step for this session is to first answer the question, in my signature talk presentation, what is the next level of engagement I want from this specific audience? Okay, for my target audience, how do I want them to engage with me after the presentation? Is it a strategy call? Is it a free coaching session? Or I just want to give them content information? Whatever, okay? Just make sure you have absolute clarity on that. And then look carefully at the content portion of your presentation and think, where can I embed this? Where can I add an example of somebody who's done this? Or for some of you who are selling new programs or designing new programs, just teach the content. And when you finish the content, say, that's the sort of thing we're going to talk about in our coaching program. And so, if you have examples, talk about them at the start for five seconds or so, and then you've embedded the whole thing in your content when people are listening. And of course, if you don't have examples because it's a brand new program, a course that nobody's taken, a coaching program nobody's ever been in, a workshop that you've never held before, then teach the content, and at the end of the content say, this is just the sort of thing we're going to talk to you about at our two-day workshop called ABC. Right? So you are embedding the name of your workshop even though you haven't even done it yet. And you've attached the next level of engagement right there in the content. And that's going to change how they desire to engage with you when you finish your presentation. Okay? So embedding is the key. It changes your presentation from a sales presentation to a content-driven presentation. In fact, it's the key to unlocking the biggest stages in the world. That you're not viewed as a vendor, that you're viewed as somebody who is delivering valuable content. And the best part is, even if you're not allowed to sell, even if you're not allowed to make an offer, 
even if you're not allowed to gather their information, they will still know how you help people and they will want to engage with you anyway because of that. So, take those action steps. Figure out what it is you want to engage with them and figure out where you're going to embed it, or put it in other words, in the content part of your presentation. Alright? That's embedding. Is, is it powerful? Absolutely. Now in our next session we're going to talk about how to make an effective call to action if you can sell from the stage, right? So I'm sure you're going to look forward to that. Talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Internet Marketing Dinner Show with your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. For more great content, go online, peterbeckenham.com. We'll catch you next time.